0: Welcome to episode 615 of The Gap. Uh, I'm Joe Gilroy, uh, and I'm doing this one solo. Uh, So, oh, I guess it's Thursday, the 27th of May, I should have said already. I'm already all over this. Look at me. Look at me go. Um, It's actually Friday, the 27th of May. So this is just a world-class start for me. Anyway, um, yep, I'm Joby, Joe Gilroy, and uh, yeah, just me this week. While Luke is out, he is not sick, but you should keep him, send him positive vibes anyway. Uh, So yeah, just me this week. Um, So we're going to talk about some video games and we'll see how this goes. Uh, it's been a while since I've done a solo podcast. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how how to do this anymore. Just, just yap, right? I've got my agenda. I sort of filled out. Luke usually. I don't know if I've talked about this before, but Luke's got these these notes that he puts together for us uh, that I broadly ignore. And uh, yeah, I've tried. I've done my best effort at replicating. His notes system. That's how he tries to keep us on track, usually. So I've done my best to replicate it. Uh, shout out to Johnny Bravo, who was in Sydney uh, yesterday. We went and grabbed some drinks. Uh, I tried many times to buy him a beer, and he uh, was reluctant to allow that to happen. So I drank a lot more than I intended because I just kept getting rounds trying to buy him a beer. Uh, but he was like, oh, I'll pay. And then someone else would be like, oh, I'll pay. Stupid shit. Anyway, um, yeah. It's uh, it's Obi-Wan Day. Joby-Wan Day. Oh, I'm excited to watch some Obi-Wan 2 episodes. It's got to be good, right? Ugh, I don't know. I don't know. Fingers crossed. Come on. let's talk about some video games. NHL 22. I spoke about this one last week. Uh, I played a little bit more last week when I was talking about it. Uh, Basically, what I said was that it was identical, right? Be a promo, at least, was identical to NHL 21. Uh, I was incorrect. I played it a bit more and uh, it it is a little bit different, right? I think I mentioned the X Factor um, system last week as as one of the minor differences but what i didn't realize was that uh as you play the beer pro mode um now right now you get to listen to they've added an extra commentator who who just talks about x factor shit so i got i got drafted to the sabers um and and so she'll just say like every game, because the Sabers only have one, um, one X Factor player, Eichel, and uh, he's got the make it snappy X Factor. So every single fucking game, when they're like, "Who do you think is going to make a difference on the Buffalo Sabers?" Let's cross live to blah blah, and she goes, "Well, my pick for for who's going to make a difference in this game is." His Eichel, his make a snappy X-Factor, lets him take real quick shots or some shit. And she says it, like, sometimes, like, multiple times a game. Like, she'll say it in the first period. And then they'll cross to her because they've got fucking nothing to talk about. Like, it's a fucking, it's yet another blowout where uh, the rookie, Gilroy, has managed to score a double hat trick or some shit he's putting up fucking Wayne Gretzky numbers. And they're like, well, I don't know what the fuck we're going to talk about. Because this is the most boring shit I've ever watched in my life. It's fucking 15 to 1 or some shit. So uh, it was like the fucking the Celtics versus the Heat the other day. Holy fuck. What a fucking bad start that was. Sorry. Uh, I just got distracted on my own. Um, I'm, I am I must. I reckon I've got ADD. Eh? I Like... The fact that I've immediately flipped to this, but, like, I, know, I reckon I'd tell you. I just noticed that in my taskbar on my computer, and this is some real, like, plastic bag, plastic bag. Look at this flappy bit of elbow skin shit. But uh, I just noticed that, like, the sun, like, the weather icon, it's telling me it's 18 degrees and sunny, right? But the the sun has an exclamation mark on it, and I really want to find out what the fuck that is right which I'm going to have to I'm going to have to squish that down for the next however long this podcast is it's going to be a fucking challenge and then I just remembered that I'm supposed to be talking about fucking this X Factor bullshit anyway she says that that same my pick for player of the my pick for player of the game is I his make it snappy X Factor lets him quickly take shots and she just says it she, and they'll cross back to her at the end of like at the end of this other blowout so I'll just be like yeah um, we're, Like, we're witnessing another fucking historical performance from a rookie player. Uh, I'm frankly fucking bored of this shit. This Gilroy guy, guy has ruined the game of hockey for me. Uh, let's hear what this chick has to say. And she'll just say the same fucking thing. Ridiculous. Also, also how is her pick for who is going to change the face of this fucking game? Eichel, right, because he's got the make it snappy X Factor, when fucking Gilroy has scored like fucking seven fucking goals in the, in the limited minutes that he's allowed on the fucking ice. How is he? Eichel's not going to change shit. Gilroy is ruining hockey. Like fucking focus up. Anyway, the couple of other fucking uh, things they changed is they made it way harder to trip people. I don't know if uh, anyone else plays NHL 22. And based on the amount of effort EA has put into it, I'm guessing not a lot of people play NHL 22. Even when it's on Game Pass, they're like, oh, I don't think so. <laughs> I'm not even playing this game for free. Uh, but anyway, if, if you do, right, and you play Beer Pro, one of the things you quickly realize is the easiest way to contribute to your team uh, is to poke check. Right, which is the R B button or the R one button. Uh, you just poke check whenever you're close to the puck carrier. Right? But you gotta be careful. Or you used to have to be careful and make sure you only did it when you were in front of the puck carrier. But now you just fucking spam it. You just fucking hammer that shit. Anytime you're in like within fucking fifteen meters of the puck, just and, and the other team's got it, you start hitting fucking R one. And that's that's con- contribution. That's pure pure stats baby like you can't fucking you can't teach that shit they got rid of like it used to be that if you uh if you weren't in front of the puck carrier is it puck carrier in hockey i think it is i actually don't know i've like everything i know about ice hockey i've learned from watching hockey fights and playing nhl games so i got no fucking clue if it's called puck carrier they probably that's i think that is what they say in the commentary but half the time I'm listening to a podcast or watching a YouTube while playing the game, so just so I don't have to listen to a fucking... My pick for player of the game is Eichel. Um, yeah. Anyway, you used to have to be in front because if you hit it while you were behind, if you hit R1 or RP while you are behind them and, and poke checked, you'd almost always trip them, but now that doesn't happen. Like, it seems really hard to trip motherfuckers now. Like, you'd have to be really... Actually trying to trip a motherfucker. Uh, and. I don't know if I like that. Like it sort of made the game a bit dumber. To be honest. Uh, it, it's uh, like easier, I guess. Uh, yeah. Also, they, they cut. They remove player control. Really soon after after you um after the whistle is blown now and it used to be right that you'd sort of the whistle would blow and you'd have like 2 seconds to line someone up and just fucking level them like just absolutely destroy them and i i'm 99% sure it didn't impact either player's stats 99% sure maybe it did but i'm pretty sure it didn't but i just like to do it cuz that's probably about eighty percent of why I play NHL games is to just fucking flat out floor cuts. So you know, it was uh, uh it was a fun little bonus. I don't like I like I, I like fucking lane cunts out in in ice hockey so much that I don't actually need for it to have any gameplay purpose. I just want to just fucking. Semi trailer, fucking steamroll some cunt. I just, I, I'm just about that. That's that's just what I like. I I don't even need the puck, right? If if I if it didn't put me in the penalty box, shit, I still do it sometimes, right? I will still someone will because sometimes if you get too close, if you're carrying the puck up the other end and you get too close to the wall, the uh the AI will will like try to fucking smash you like every single time and sometimes they'll do it and i'll just i'll just fucking go i'm just like all right all right cool next time you touch the puck it's done and they'll touch the puck for like a microsecond just to pass it and i will just come straight through anyway i'm like i know they're gonna blow the whistle on this one like there's absolutely no way this is not illegal i do not give a fuck this is what you get for body checking me and then I just fucking wham straight through them. It's amazing, right? And then they blow the whistle and I go to the fucking penalty box or I get fucking kicked out of the game. And I'm like, I don't give a fuck. Hell, half the time, right, we I'm I'm basically just racking up fucking points anyway, right? Half the time it's like 12 nil or some shit and I will have like fucking steamrolled some idiot. Who, who had who dared who dared to touch me while on the ice even though i'm i'm out there just fucking laying cunts out all over the place i'm like yep oh yep you're done all right this one is for you here's an el- el- elbowing i got fucking done for elbowing the other day how the fuck does that work right like i can't control whether my dude's elbowing or not there's not like a there's a button to chuck the chicken wing out or some shit and like give him a little fucking extra taste no so that that shouldn't like I understand it's a part of the game, but it shouldn't exist. That's crazy. Hang on, just gonna drink some water. Anyway, um, yeah, that's that's bananas. I don't like elbowing in in that game. It's uh, yeah, because that's it, it needs to be something that you would actively do. You need the um the agency. Right? So they have to add an elbowing button. You know what button they got rid of in AHL twenty-two? I can't work out how to do a hip check anymore. I used to love hip checks. I didn't really understand them from a mechanical uh perspective. But like it was the fastest way to injure another player. And like you see fucking Marshand. I I don't like I, I don't watch a lot of hockey, right? But I know that fucking Marshand or Marshawn, however the fuck you say his name. I know he's a cunt. Like, he is uh, just a cunt. And so anytime I'm playing against the team he's on, I think the Bruins, I'm like, all right, I'm going to try and hurt him. Right? It's it's not like... I'm sure he's lovely off the ice, but on the ice, he's that, like, peak D-bag, like that fucking dirtbag cunt who just, like, needles at people. I've seen... You know, like I said, I only know him from. I only know hockey from playing uh, NHL games and watching hockey fights. But, like, the amount of hockey fights I've watched where he should have been the one in the fight because he's clearly started the fight and then, like, he's sort of just gotten out of the way while someone giant, maybe he's Char or some shit, has just come in to fucking finish the fight. You're like, this fucking. This little fucking, is the scrappy do of fucking ice hockey players. Anyway, says the guy who doesn't watch hockey. Um, All of that is to say uh, that I was incorrect last week when I said it's identical. There are some very minor changes. uh, Not enough to warrant a purchase uh, under any circumstances, but yeah, uh, I just wanted to clarify. A correction of sorts. Um, please don't sue me EA for saying it was identical. There we go. Uh, What else we got on this list? For 15 minutes of me trying to stay on topic about NHL, by the way. Trying and working really hard and trying to ignore the little exclamation point on the fucking sun in the bottom left corner of my, my screen. Oh, my God. Why did I bring it up again? I've made such a mistake. Next on the list is Star Wars Hunters. Uh, a couple of interesting, like, big brands, um, mobile games coming out this week. Uh, Star Wars Hunters is one. The other one is Warcraft Arclight Rumble, which is an awful name. Uh, but we'll talk about Star Wars Hunters first. It's basically Overwatch, but on your phone. And uh, they've went they they've trumped Overwatch 2, Right. <laughs> like, oh, Overwatch 2, the only thing you're doing for Overwatch 2 is what? Removing a player? Well, watch this, motherfuckers. Four players, right? Get fucking squacked. Uh, so, it's, yeah, it's Overwatch uh, on your phone, um, but with only four players. I think it's a bit much, to be honest. I'm not a fan. I'm, I mean, obviously, it's been a long time since I've been a fan of playing Overwatch. Um hell it's been a while since i've been a fan of watching overwatch uh but on the mobile phone it's cuz one of the things right one of the yeah. and and this is this is some fucking boomer shit right this is what am i like gen, gen x genks genks millennial i'm like fucking cusp between gen x and millennial uh so this is this is some old old man shit right but uh i up front, I don't love playing shooters on my phone. But when I do play shooters on my phone, I use the Razer Kishi if it works. First of all, not compatible. Star Wars, Hunter's is not compatible with the Razer Kishi. So that's fucking annoying. Uh, but it is what it is. Uh, and one of the things that shooters do well is they keep the combat sort of broadly in front of you, like if you imagine imagine a circle, right, 360 degrees, you kind of, the the combat in these shooters, in like Call of Duty Mobile or Fortnite on, on the phone, like generally is, is within 270 degrees uh, in front of you, right? 270? 180, sorry, 180 degrees uh, in front of you, right? Which is good, uh, that that sort of works, uh, in my opinion, uh, because as soon as you need to do right, that's the, but that's like to to clarify, that's not how it works in in like PC games, right? Like well, most of them do, but like you are able to have sort of three hundred and sixty degrees. or shit, like you know, elite or. Other dogfighting games, you've got fucking the extra six degrees of freedom, right? Like that's always confused me. Three hundred sixty degree uh, on on just one plane, but then they're like six degrees of freedom is is full three D up down left right forward back six degrees of freedom, and you're like, all right, but you already use degrees to do, to explain three hundred sixty degrees. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, three hundred sixty. Every single direction on the mouse, I'm fine with that. But as soon as I'm on the mobile phone, I don't have the fucking sensitivity, right, to to just snap back and, and protect my back. And one of the problems that Star Wars Hunters has is the characters seem to have a lot of fucking mobility, right? And so it's cool if you, you're the one engaging. When you're the one on the attack, right, you sort of you're able to fling yourself over behind your enemy and that's good. Um, That's fantastic because it's really difficult for them to turn around. And so because you know you're going to be behind them, you can set yourself up to already be turning while you're flinging yourself and they can't turn fast enough to really do anything about you. Uh, So that's sort of a problem that the Star Wars Hunters runs into a lot. But Outside of that, it's sort of just Overwatch, right? Like, and with with one fewer players, um, and it's got a bit of like fucking well, why not five minute abs, right? Like, well, How many? How few players is is too few? Really? Uh, I think four might be actually too few. There's not much you can do uh, to like. With four players, you kind of need every player to be at least a quarter of a team. And then that implicitly says that a good player should be able to make up for the absence of one other player, right? At least. Uh, I know that's not the way it works in Overwatch 2 with 5. Like, apparently the tank is able to, like, sort of just fucking do their own thing. They're super powerful now. They're super buffed. I still haven't gotten into Overwatch 2 beta. So I can't tell you for certain, but I've watched a bit and that does seem to be the case. Um, But in general, the problem I always had with Overwatch was like, you were only as good as your team, basically. Uh, There wasn't like, you're able to pull off spectacular shit, but you can't repeatedly and continuously, pull off spectacular shit because the game is balanced in such a way as to shut you down, right? Like eventually they'll get their fucking uh, ultimate and you will get shut down. Cause the ultimate is designed, like is designed to, to just fuck you. Right. And obviously, you know, those fucking superstar ultra Genjis or whatever, like are the exception to that rule. Like you can't really say, Oh, well, no, actually it's it's actually possible uh to do these things because lebron does these things all the time you're like yeah but i'm not fucking lebron right like i'm talking about from my own perspective obviously anyway so i just i like the case in star wars hunters is is that like yeah you're just not able to really do anything anything to stop like a coordinated effort from the other team uh, because each player is like because there's only four of them each enemy is actually worth more uh, whereas you could sort of pick them off uh, in, in Overwatch right and get some shit done kind of although you can't really stop a concerted effort uh, outside of just popping your ultimate and blapping everyone or some shit um Yeah, it seems even less possible in Star Wars Hunters. Uh, I've played, I don't know, 20 games of it. And I just found... I I wasn't really... I was doing well and I was placing well. And it's got the after-action screen where it tells you how many kills and who did the most damage and all this kind of shit. Uh, And I seemed to be doing well uh, on that shit. But it didn't actually... Like reflect my team's success, me playing well or me not playing well didn't seem to matter all that much, you know. Uh, and I don't really like games like that, I guess. Because uh, what's the point? What am I playing for? Especially with randos, you know. Like I guess if I was playing with a team who were all playing together, then then that would feel. Better, but as soon as you're playing with just randos and and you don't know them from fucking bar of soap, like it just feels different to me. It's a it's a very different thing. Yeah. Oh, you play bots for ages as well, like five games against bots, like clearly against bots, uh, and I don't think that really sets you up for success because you just spend five games absolutely walloping, and then suddenly you're against real humans. And they they play completely different. I'm not. I'm I'm definitely not a, a fan of that trend in video games where they have you playing against bots, so you can get some wins early and and feel like you're good at games or some shit. I, I'm just not a fan. It's. I mean, it feels on every level like intellectually dishonest, but also, uh, it it has the opposite of its intended effect on me. So I just don't see the point. But I'm sure they've got the data that says uh it's fucking it's great for I don't know, making people feel good about the game. Yeah. Anyway, um that's Star Wars Hunters. I don't really recommend it, but if you're intrigued or you're you're Star Wars Die Hard, um, check it out. The characters are like pretty interesting. Uh it's good got a like it's got good like art and graphics for a phone game and yeah, interesting characters. Some like, there's like a J three D one. I like that character. He's, he's a fake, he's a robot uh, um, who fakes being a Jedi. So he's got like a lightsaber uh, and he's, he does like robotic versions of his Jedi moves of otherwise Jedi moves. So he can force pull, but it's called a four pull, a faux pull. F A U X, pull. Uh, I like that. I you know. So yeah, one of one of the things that I think Overwatch always got really good was was characterization, and Star Wars Hunters definitely nailed that aspect as well. Um, but yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, Star Wars Hunters on the Android store. That one, uh, I believe it's available like i think it's out but at the very least you can opt in because we're in australia another game that you can opt into because you're in australia is warcraft arc light rumble um i don't know if you'll get it immediately i think they're doing waves but this is the new warcraft game you've all got phones right (laughs) um first things first it comes up as rumble in my game uh, in my in my phone list, in my like apps list, right? Not, but it's called Warcraft Arc Light Rumble. Why wouldn't it be a Warcraft, B Arc Lights, or C War W A R, which is, I assume why the game has that name. Um, but instead, yeah, it comes up as Rumble. It's just fucking ugh. Anyway, uh, despite that annoyance, I um, actually like it. It's kind of single-player Clash Royale. There are PvP modes. You can play like PvP modes. I'm nearly up to something called Raids. I don't know how they work, but I'm intrigued. I'm interested. I've joined a guild. Um, and, yeah, so if you've ever played Clash Royale, uh, you've got generally these these two lanes. You've got like a castle at one end and a castle at the other. And... Uh, you sort of constantly replenish uh mana in in Rumble uh you constantly replenish gold. Um but yeah you're getting back this this resource and it allows you to like place units on the field. And uh yeah, the, the like in Rumble, like they cost a couple of fucking Coins, so you might, it might cost three coins. So you got to wait until you've got three coins built up and then you can play them, right? And one of the things uh, that you like, you sort of learn as you play Clash or Rumble is that it's you don't, you kind of don't want to be dumping uh, stuff out and streaming into the enemy. You, you kind of want to cluster shit up, right? Because everything's got, like, a, a counter. And so uh, the range characters counter the flying characters. The flying characters counter the uh, ground melee. And the melee uh, counter the range characters. And so if you've got, like, a three-stack of these things together, you can actually, like, dismantle your enemy quite easily. Uh, and they've got this other, like, little unit, the, like... Uh, little fucking dwarf miner dude, and there are, like, gold chunks around the map in, in Rumble, anyway. Uh, and you can use that. If your miner gets them, you get extra gold, and it sort of boosts uh, your gold out of nowhere, which is good. Instead, you're, you're no longer bound by the fucking the general gold rate. You get extra stuff, and you can use that. And so there's... There's a bit of strategy to it, right? So you send you send these units down one of the two lanes, and they go to the other castle and they bash it up. And uh, at the same time, the other castle is sending units your way, and bound by the same rules. Um, and so if they if they meet in the middle, they'll fight, and whoever is left will move on. And generally, your castle has its own, you know, like defenses. Um, and then yeah, you like that, that, that's basically the game. Uh the way Rumble works is is each like there's fucking loads of different maps. And uh and it's sort of it's World of Warcraft ish. You sort of go through areas uh related to like World of Warcraft's leveling zones. Um like, you know, you'll find yourself in Stranglethorn Vale or, um, the Barons or something like that. Uh, and so it's got that sort of arc, uh, as you, as you're playing through and, um, yeah, the different maps have different enemies and you've got to send, like, got to get your, instead of a castle at the other ends, um, yeah, they'll, they might have like a, I don't know, giant pirate ship that fires a cannon or something, um, so, yeah, that's that's a pretty cool idea. Uh, and the other thing is it's not just two lanes. It can be multiple lanes and you can sort of – there's like these things on the ground you can turn uh, and switch lanes and all this kind of stuff. So there's, there's depth there that I – like because Clash Royale was a multiplayer game and so I think the depth came from the multiplayer aspect of it and the burnout came when you realized that players could pay – to level up their characters, uh, their their little units, and over level them to the point where, like, someone who paid a thousand dollars would win every single time, and it did not matter if you're good at strategy, you just lose. P. Uh, the PvP in in Arc Light Rumble actually, um, like doesn't allow for that. It seems you're. Your units are capped at level one, which I think is really interesting. and It emphasizes uh, the strategy aspect, but at the same time, uh, I feel like you're not really uh, progressing, right? All the cool shit is sort of locked behind the single player, so I played a couple of games of PvP. And then I'm like, oh, well, yeah, cool, but I'm not going to be able to do these raids if I don't keep doing single-player, so I might as well go back to that. Um, And I also don't think it's... I think you get XP when you win, like, unit XP. That's how you level up your units. Uh, But, uh, yeah, I don't think the amount that you get is really worth it compared to doing the single-player stuff. Or doing quests. Quests is is sort of just you replay old missions uh, and you get some unit XP, and quests are worth it because if you do three quests, you get like a big bonus XP or or gold, which you can use to buy units and stuff. Anyway, um, I think it's I think it's pretty good, right? Like they've taken something that's well established in the in the field, Clash Royale, uh, and they've turned it into something that works for the warcraft format um it's not like it's it's a it's a purely mobile game uh it's unashamedly so but yeah i i i find it pretty fun to play and because i'm because i'm not burning out from the idea that you know some motherfucker has just paid their way to win instead yeah i'm sort of just playing it for the fun it's cool I'm pretty sure Australia and New Zealand are the only regions that are able to play it at the moment. But if you've got an Android phone, you can uh, you can grab it and have a squeeze. You may as well. I don't see why you wouldn't. Right? Right? Um, yeah. So, Warcraft, Arclight, Rumble. And when you try to find it in your app list, it'll come up as Rumble. Good heads up, Job. Uh what else we got? What else do we got? Sniper Elite Five. Um, just wanted to touch on this one briefly. I haven't played loads of it, played about an hour. Came out yesterday. It's on Game Pass already. Um runs pretty well on my computer. Um like it's, it's good looking. It is a like I've played the Sniper Elite games before, and I've always broadly enjoyed them. This is the series where you've got the X-ray shots, and you can shoot Hitler in his single testicle. Um, that's you know, I guess its claim to fame. Um, Sniper Elite Five, yeah, takes place in France. Uh, I don't know why they're stuck on this one, dude. Like it's got all it's already had all these storytelling moments where it's like oh you know you meet some character from earlier in the series i assume and she's like oh i should have known you were the you know the desert ghost which i assume is a reference to sniper elite 4 because that one was in uh north africa but like i don't give a shit about any of these i just want to i just want to shoot hitler in the ball like just fucking let's skip ahead, right? I don't need st- I don't need to know why. I already know why I want to shoot Hitler in the ball. I do not need to justify the concept on some fucking narrative level. Just let me fucking do it. Just give me a fucking weapon that can shoot Hitler in his testicle. I just want to kill Nazis. Is that so much to ask? But yeah, um. So far, so good. Definitely keen to play more. Uh, I would be playing it right now, except I'm doing this podcast. So uh, you're welcome. Um, yeah. No, I am uh, I love podcasting. Right, right, right. Anyway, I do. I do actually love podcasting. Um, so, yeah. If you've got Game Pass, check it out. If you don't have Game Pass... I guess you'll have to pay full price for it. I I wouldn't, I'm not ready to make a fucking value judgment on it though, because I only played it for a fucking hour. Um, How much is it regularly? 70 bucks on Steam? That's not too bad. Um, Wouldn't sniff at that. Hey. Yeah. Like it could, like, it feels like one of those games that they used to charge full price for, and they've sort of wisened up and started paying uh, and started charging less for. It's got fucking mixed reviews on Steam. Um what are they what are they upset about? The Oh, yeah, okay. So they're mad that the the new parts are poorly implemented. You can climb some vines, but not all vines. I've actually run into that already, so that's a solid point. And uh there are some like weird invisible wall type areas which i have also encountered so far but i it hasn't really been that big a problem uh for me to be honest um the old people are mad about the invasion mechanic there's an invasion mechanic it did ask me if i wanted to allow invasions i'm like fuck yeah bring it on motherfuckers come into my world um but yeah i uh yeah, I haven't experienced it yet, probably because I was playing at fucking 7 o'clock in the morning and, I don't know, nobody's awake yet. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's, um, I don't know, I'm, I'm enjoying it. I'm I'm intrigued to see more. I'm intrigued to get invaded. I want to see how that goes. I'll probably do some invasions. But, uh, yeah, just reading these fucking reviews, it seems like people are just turning invasions off. Uh, oh, well, that is how it goes. Uh, if you don't want to, like, yeah, I, I welcome the idea, but there's no need for everyone to. You don't have to fucking play some system that you fucking hate, right? Right? Exactly. Okay, Sniper Elite 5 done and dusted. I'm fucking blasting through these, Hey, Holy shit, look at me go. I'm gonna, I'm not... Not not going to have to wait too much longer to find out what this fucking red exclamation mark means. <laughs> exclamation mark or exclamation point? Question mark, exclamation point. Right? Right. All right. Exclamation point. Now, the word exclamation sounds weird to me. Like, you know, you say it too many times and it's, it sounds weird. Well, I've done that to myself. <laughs> Excellent. Okay, V Rising. Uh, hey, I know this is the fucking it game of the season, but I don't like it. Uh, honestly, I just think it's too shallow. Really, uh, played it with Drew for a bit. Uh, very annoyingly, I had to start all the way from scratch. Um, helpfully, Drew was like giving me some stuff, but it meant. I had to do the thing where you collect the bones, make a bone sword, make a bone ring, make a bone axe, make a bone mace, like hit this many fucking rocks, blah, 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 blah. Like, I I do not understand why that system, like the game is fucking, in my opinion, crippled by that system because it sort of means that like you can't just jump in someone else's world, Right. Even though I've done all this tedious shit before, I can't just like leap over and have some fun with friends if I didn't start by having fun with those friends, right? And I just don't think that's that's a great system. Um, one of the things um, that I did notice and uh, I started a new game after playing with Drew uh, because we were sort of just... We were trying to make stone bricks and it just took forever and... I know, I don't know if Drew's played more, but I'd already done it. I was further in than Drew was. Um, like, there's there's this system where you capture servants, but they take an hour and a half to fucking convert into, into servants? An hour and a half. That's crazy. So one of the things I did was I started a new game where I just sort of like ramped forward. Everything, you can change it so that there's only one hour of night a day. It's called Swedish, Swedish summer mode or some shit. So there's only one hour of of uh, night, uh, of, of day per, like daylight per day, uh, not night. Um, so it's mostly nighttime, which is cool because um, the, yeah, me and Drew at one point, we were about to fight this boss and then it turned daytime. So we just stood there. Like, I all tabbed and farted about on the fucking internet, uh. Because what else were we going to do? Like moving occasionally so I remain in the shade. It was just, it just doesn't like it's a it's a system that feels cool until it just turns into pure tedium, and yeah, uh, I don't know. Like, it's it's not. There's not enough challenge, right? Um, it's not like you have to, it's not like the snow, like a blizzard in fucking Icarus, right? For all Icarus's faults, it did some really interesting things. And one of the things that I thought was incredible was, was the blizzard, right? Cause you had to, you had to like manage your heat and stay alive. And like you, so you'd build this house and you sort of just put together, like we were running into the fucking snowy areas with a house ready to go at all times, and you put it together, and if it didn't have slanted roofs, right, the fucking roof would collapse from the weight of the snow, which is really cool and really smart. And in this, in fucking V Rising, you sort of just stand next to a tree because the shade of the tree will fucking keep you safe. And that's it. And you can literally just alt-tab. And so instead of being a intense challenging experience. It's sort of just tedious. Um, so yeah. Anyway, you can adjust the server settings so that yeah, everything is different. Uh, I've sort of ramped up. Uh I've made this new game where yeah, you like things build quicker and uh you get more resources, so you don't have to stand there fucking the only reason you just stand there chopping down all the trees is to clear. Out an area so they can build shit as opposed to like having to fucking spend literally hours like mining rocks, mining rocks, mining rocks and then turning those rocks into bricks. That takes forever as well and I understand on some level you're supposed to be going out and exploring but if you've already done that shit which I had uh, and I already kind of knew where everything like well at least up to the point where I was up to was... Right, or then, what I was doing was sort of just fucking repeating myself, and yeah that, that wasn't good anyway i obviously, the game has been tainted in my mind because I've played through the start multiple times, but I just I don't understand how you would get around that every time you join a different friend's game, you have to do that fucking opening part again and again and again that's crazy they have got to do something about that but it is in early access so it would it, it is something they could change and i think for an early access game like it's it's very well done right i'm just of the opinion that it's too early in the early access phase for it to be worth sinking a bunch of time into like i realized that like let's have a look at steam charts i know it's fucking up there right luke was luke was crowing because he was, uh, he was right about, yeah, it's it's sixth at the moment, uh, with ninety six thousand current players. But uh, Luke was saying last week that uh, it'll make hundred k by the weekend, and uh, he was he was right, like it, it did. It was I think it was one hundred eight or something. Um, it peaked according to Steam charts at one hundred fifty k, which is extremely good. Uh, just behind Destiny, Destiny 2, uh, and above Rust. Uh, so, yeah, pretty huge. Um, that's for the last 30 days, I believe. But yeah, like, it's it's doing well. Uh, it's doing numbers, eh? And they've sold a million copies and hopefully that is what they need. You know, that's a huge cash injection and... The, the way it went with Valheim was, you know, so many players playing the game all at once meant that they had to focus on, like, making the game as playable as possible. Hopefully, one of the things that they decide is, is playability-wise or a playability requirement is, uh, yeah, that, that startup situation. And then I think they need to... I don't really know what, what they they do necessarily, but they need to do something about the fact that the, yeah, you you kind of have a good idea of what you're doing and you just sort of do the same shit over and over. And yeah, there's a lot of repetition in there. They're going to do something about that. Anyway, um, I'm sure they will. Uh, I, yeah, personally, I think you hold off, uh, but if you want to check it out now, I I do think it is very competent and just don't like when you make a private game, just sort of at, at the very least, make it so you make humans turn into vampire servants, make that 10 times faster or some shit. So it's not fucking 90 fucking minutes. Ridiculous. Anyway, uh, one more game on the list. Roller Champions. Uh, so Roller Champions hit Ubisoft. Uh, came out on Ubisoft Play yesterday, uh, the day before maybe. I oh, know. I believe it's free to play, um, and it's. Uh, I didn't. I, I played it back in the beta, back when it was first announced and, and launched into beta, and um, I didn't like it then, and I don't like it now, and I really think. Uh, I I am really surprised that they didn't make any dramatic changes. They had an idea. I mean, kudos to them. Right? They had an idea of of a game that they wanted to make and it was, you know, a roller derby type game. Um and they went ahead and and made that game. But I do not think it really achieves what it's supposed to i mean first of all it shouldn't have launched in the state that it did it crashed while i was making my character it crashed midway through my first fucking game it's crashed a couple of more times since then just it's crashing all over the fucking place it runs like absolute fucking garbage i capped some footage and at the time like my my frame counter was telling me I was getting 150 frames. It did not look like 150 frames. It looked like 20-ish frames. Uh, and it made actually accomplishing shit in-game a lot harder, right? Because it's it's so jittery. It's ridiculous. Um, I Yeah, there's something wrong there. I'm not sure what that is. Uh, but I did have like a connection uh, warning. Up in the top right, I couldn't see, I like there was nothing wrong with my actual connection. Um, it had you know, my I, I've got a, a good internet connection, so I've got to assume that I was connecting to I don't know, SEA servers or something like that. I don't know, but it just yeah, so if if that frame thing is is like a stutter to deal with desync or something. They that it basically makes the game unplayable, so they've got to do something about that. But on a fundamental level, I just don't think Roller Champions really has what it's supposed to. What well, well, like I think the essence of the idea is, you know, it's a it's a it's a future sport, right? Like it's it's a new sport game, right? And sports games that are free to play, uh, they tend to go for a bit right like people really get into them there's that dodgeball game um although i think you had to pay for that um there was that rocket arena game that was not good uh and they were charging for that one but like the the idea was the same you know it's colorful and bright and and sort of saturday morning cartoon vibes uh and oh the fucking the voice announcer Makes my brain hurt. I don't know how to explain it. He is... He's got the wrong emphasis. Uh, he's putting the wrong... Uh, the emphasis on the wrong syllable. Um, Like, it's just all over the fucking place. The way this dude talks, it sounds like they taught a robot to be an announcer, but they t- taught it wrong on purpose, like fucking... Like Wimplow in Kung Pao or some shit. Like, it's just... Really off-putting, the way he announces shit and the way he talks. Uh, it's got fucking unskippable cutscenes, but I've gotten distracted. The fucking core of the game doesn't really work, right? I mean, at some level, it's bad for the same reasons, or it's it's uh, like less enjoyable for the same reasons that Star Wars Hunters was less enjoyable. In that, as soon as you're playing with randos, you are at the mercy of whatever fucking gaggle of fucking half wits you've been matched with uh, and up against, right? And in my experience, nobody knows how to pass the ball. Uh, They should have spent, like the tutorial, I think, tells you, but it should spend half an hour telling you how to pass the ball. It should just be like, this is how you pass. Now do it 600 times until you're like, all right, I think i know how to pass right because motherfuckers do not know how to pass or if they do know they're just like no if i pass the ball right these other motherfuckers on my team are not going to pass it back so now that i've got the ball i'm not passing it and you can call for passes and you can call until the fucking cows come home but it doesn't fucking matter because they're not going to throw it to you and the essence of the game is it's a it's a roller derby game right three v three you go around this fucking this ring uh, you're on your roller skates going around this ring. You got to go through these four zones and then throw the ball through the, this fucking hoop. And that's it. And if the other team touches the ball, um, like before you get it through the hoop, it resets and you've got to go through the four zones again. And Yeah, there's three people and they all just fucking beeline for the person with the ball and they just fuck them up. And if all like because they're all clustered around the person with the ball, you can actually get some shit done if you just throw it to the person 50 meters ahead of you because the game has like a it's not like it's not like soccer or something right where oh no, it is it is like FIFA where like there's a snappiness Right, but it's a really overwhelming snappiness, right? So when you pass it to someone, it'll actually like fucking turn corners so that it can actually catch that person, which I think is a huge mistake. Uh, But at the same time, I I don't know. Like the game might be unplayable without that. Uh, Nobody would pass if if you couldn't do that shit, right? Like they'd never do it. I I think like (laughs) there's yeah. I'm getting off topic, right? Fucking plastic bag, plastic bag. Um, it 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 what it does is is creates this situation where you kind of race for the ball because you know nobody's going to fucking pass it, and and they're stuck between a, a rock and a hard place because it. I don't think it has a super low skill floor right like my immediate comparison whenever i play any of these kinds of games is rocket league right because rocket league knocked it out of the fucking park right a skill floor the the lowest skill floor in video games outside of fucking pong um you drive your car into the giant fucking ball that's it like that's all you need to know um once you do that you have succeeded in rocket Leaking, Uh every, every like everything else you do is improving at rocket leaking. But you the base level is success. That's not the case in fucking roller champions. There's there's a lot to to know, to pay attention to. There's passing, there's the the sectors that you gotta cap. Um there's aiming and throwing through the fucking hoop which I didn't have any fucking problems with, but every other fucking prick on my team has had infinite fucking oodles of issues with just throwing the fucking ball through the hole. Um, Yeah. Like uh, there's, there's a score system where like, if you do multiple laps, you score extra points. So if you do one lap, you get one point when you throw it through the hoop. But if you do three laps, you get five points. And, I don't know if my teammates are doing it on purpose or they just can't work out how to throw the fucking ball. But multiple times we've done a lap and instead of just getting a point, these motherfuckers will try for a second or a third lap. And you're like, please just score the points. And then they get fucking jacked up and they lose and it gets completely reset. And all I want to do is hunt them down and fucking throttle them. It is ridiculous how often that shit happens but yeah um it's because the the yeah that 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 adds to the skill floor that raises the skill floor a little bit more uh it becomes a little bit more complex right and then uh you've got like momentum building you can like slingshot off teammates which i'm pretty sure it didn't mention in the tutorial or you can fucking uh press R trigger it did crash for me after the tutorial so maybe there was another tutorial that I somehow missed uh hopefully not um you press R trigger to sort of like gain speed while going down a hill you sort of duck I don't know why it's on the R trigger it should be so if throw the ball is on L trigger and R trigger is fucking duck to gain speed that that seems like it's backwards right because people th- are used to aiming and shooting with the right trigger it's just so that's a mistake in my opinion but yeah and then and then yeah so passing is sticky, super sticky, but that actually lowers the skill ceiling so there's this very narrow fucking area where the game exists it should be when like you should just pitch the fucking ball. Like at people. And if, if you, instead of resetting, right, uh, the entire fucking lap, maybe just they can undo laps while also building their own or, or something like that. Right? Like, so you go through these sectors, you've got these four sectors, and maybe it, it does it so that you've got, like, you've built up four sectors. Uh, and if they go through a sector, if, so you've got blue team, you're on blue team. You've got four sectors, and then the orange team gets the ball. Instead of immediately resetting all four sectors, right? Orange should be able to go through a sector on their own, and that undoes one of your sectors. That's that's how it should. How, that's how it should work, in my opinion. That, that'd be that'd be way more engaging, right? You'd be paying attention to the sectors. You'd be uh, like really on top of uh how many sectors your team has how many te- sectors they have that sort of thing um and then on top of that the other team touching the ball would no longer be the fucking end of a, a fucking attempt it would no longer be oh well fucking useless uh i guess we'll we'll try again right and then you could divorce the game from its sticky passing or have it slightly sticky uh, but like you could, you could do interesting things. You could have like powered up passes and stuff instead of just like because there's definitely a range right where you just can't pass. People are too far away, and it doesn't matter how many times I hit the the Y button if they're not close enough to be passed to. You just won't pass it. And I guess you could you could like kick the ball like you're scoring with the L trigger, right? But why would you do that? Uh, If, if you like, if like that, that does raise the skill ceiling, but you wouldn't do it because like you're better off just getting in range and passing. You'd only do it if you were like definitely about to get fucking curb stomped by three people wearing rollerblades. Like if, yeah, if if they made passing a bit of a skill thing, like if they had an auto pass when you're close enough, and then had it so that you could like aim and and throw it, and it'd be more interesting. Um, but you'd have to you'd have to step off the gas on how sticky the fucking passing is. You'd have to have it so that it only travels in a straight line right that would be the very least of the 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 least you could do to create that situation i can see people getting really good at, at this game but i think there isn't a lot of room for people to get really good like yeah you once you once you understand okay so we pass it right and then you get a uh, good grip on what the auto pass ranges then you just do that easy uh and i've already seen like because of my network issues i found it kind of difficult to fucking like body check some uh people sometimes and so uh yeah you see people like sort of just like fucking juking their way and they're moving real slow but because the tackle system is sort of sticky as well. Uh, they're kind of exploiting the netcode to just do whatever they want there. And so, yeah, really difficult to, to hit them, uh, even though, as far as I could tell, on my screen, I was, I was getting them. Um, you just miss. A bit annoying. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I I don't... Well, I don't like the game, obviously, but... I just, I'm really surprised that it's so similar to the the beta of the game that I didn't like when I first played it. However, many months ago, or years ago, yeah. Uh, anyway, I do not recommend Roller Champions on any fucking level. Uh, yeah, but it is free and it's on UPlay, so do it to it if you. If you're intrigued. If curiosity has gotten the better of you. Like this fucking red exclamation mark. Exclamation point. Is getting the better of me. Anyway. That's it. That's all the games I've got. Unfortunately. One hour. But we got some news. That we can talk about. Um, so let's do some news. Uh, Gran Turismo the movie. I wrote this with a question mark. And so I have to read it with a question mark. Um yeah reported on deadline this morning uh that gran turismo sony is is looking into making a gran turismo movie with neil blomkamp as the director uh that's fucking crazy why why how does gran Gran turismo doesn't have any kind of story the fuck gran turismo 7 doesn't even have a fucking career mode What the fuck are they doing here this is crazy uh yeah I, i don't know it's, is, is is it just an excuse to do a Fast and Furious game, I guess? Um, uh, Sorry, Fast and Furious movie or something? Will, here's the question, right? Will Gran Turismo, the movie, allow the cars to be damaged in any way? Because, you know, the series certainly fucking doesn't. Uh, I think it would be a betrayal if they did allow the cars to get damaged. Uh, I think they should have full speed. 300-kilometer-hour crashes and have absolutely no paint chipped or anything. That's my opinion, uh, and they should stick to Um. Yeah, anyway, I am certain that I will wait until Green Turismo, the film, is out of cinemas before I watch it. Uh, I can't even fathom how that will work. Uh, yeah. Anyway, Ray Liotta dies at 67. Ray Liotta, the fucking star of Goodfellas, uh, has passed away. He was Tommy Versetti in Gran Turismo, uh, Gran Tur- Grand Theft Auto, Vice City, one of my top three favorite games of all time. Um, he was incredible in it. And, uh, yeah, it's really sad. He passed away in his sleep, apparently. 67. That's so young bananas uh he was phenomenal uh, in everything he showed up in and uh yeah i don't know veil veil to the king hey um anyway uh battlefield is killing off hazard zone which is fucking bananas. So Battlefield 2042 introduced a mode called Hazard Zone. Uh, I bitched about it endlessly. PvP, VE, Uh, not a great rendition of the concepts. I don't think the concept is as fucking spectacular as everyone else does, but like even Hazard Zone, even... Even for a genre that I don't, or a subgenre that I don't really love, Battlefield's rendition of it was bad. Um, And yeah, they're killing it off. Um, But the 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 fucking sticker there is the real fucking problem here is that Battlefield was fucked to death to make Hazard Zone work, right? Specialists only exist so that they could make Hazard Zone in the fucking first place, right? And now they're fucking they're killing it off. Battlefield twenty forty two is a train wreck. Because of Hazard Zone existence, so so cool. So they, they they tried this one out. They were like, "Oh well, let's let's having a fucking experiment and try this fucking specialists and Hazard Zone." And yeah, we'll rope it into proper Battlefield as well. And then they fucked up Battlefield as a fucking series to do that. Good God, very. Frustrating. Uh and now they're not even fucking sticking with hazard zone. Like at least fucking at least go down with the ship, god damn it. Anyway. Anyway. And the final uh piece of news, norn Reedus has been talking about there being a death stranding two. Uh which hey. Great. Maybe they'll fix everything that was wrong with the first one. Uh there's a lot. That's a lot to fix. If that game, honestly, if Death Stranding 2 comes out and anything has changed, uh, I'm going to need a lot of people to be outraged. I'm going to need a lot of people to be outraged. Like if they make any alterations to how infinitely exploitable the black goop monsters were or how shitty the fucking enemy AI was or... Or how fucking broadly pointless most of the game was. If it's not, if it if they if it comes out with better fucking walking mechanics, people would better be fucking mad as shit. They better be. Cause I got called a fucking idiot for not liking Death Straining 1. People said I was too fucking stupid to understand how brilliant Death Straining 1 was. Okay? People said I lacked the fucking mental capacity to really appreciate Death Stranding 1 in all its glory, and it was a fucking near-perfect game. Well, Death Stranding 2 had better not fucking improve, because how do you improve upon perfection? You just fucking can't, can ya? So, they better fucking watch it. I'll be very upset. I will be very upset. Anyway, um, that's it. That's all the news we've got. We do have... I've got the little dot for for a question, so let's have a squeeze. Uh May 21, I think that's correct, yes um, Dan Gaz writes Hey Luke, sorry, Hi Luke and Job, uh, with the word coming out, the Death Stranding 2 being in the works, which Jack 2 features do you think they should implement as it only makes sense to copy from the greatest sequel in entertainment history Uh, I read that incorrectly. As it only makes sense to copy from the greatest sequel in entertainment history. I personally would take the fun gameplay, the setting, the retro graphics, the super funny characters. Could you imagine Daxter dropping one-liners when throwing a piss grenade? Mega lols to be had. And maybe just scrap anything that isn't a direct ripoff from Jack 2. In fact, I think Kojima could probably just do a HD remaster of Jack 2 and leave it at that. Thoughts? I think I'm on to something big here. Forever yours, dang the wang. I think you have just had the greatest idea of all time and Hideo Kojima uh, should walk. Sorry, should run, not walk, into your office to buy it from you. That would be spectacular. All all they could do uh, is, like, they would be so lucky to copy everything they could from Jack to... To make Death Stranding 2. It would be their their greatest move. The best thing they could do. Absolutely. Uh, Great question. Dang. Thank you so much for asking that. And giving me hope for the future. Maybe Hideo Kojima will track you down. And hire you. To fix what will no, no doubt be a train wreck that I'll play all of. Great stuff. Baz writes, yo, Lobo, who is the longest running Patreon contributor to the podcast? That's a great question, Baz. Uh, Luke's not here this week, and he would be the one who could answer this. So uh, I might make him answer it next week instead. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Sorry. Sorry, I can't do any better than that. Anyway, that is the podcast this week. I'm sorry it's short. Um, but i really going to find out what this fucking red exclamation point is. It's showing me fucking bananas. Uh, and yeah, my ADD will only allow me to squash this down for so long. I'm not. I don't actually have. Is 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 it like you know how people are like oh I'm so OCD and they don't actually have OCD and it's really annoying for people. Is it is it the same with ADD? I'm not diagnosed with that, I probably do have it, right? I can't fight I've got fucking fuck all focus um but you know, I don't know, I can't just roll around saying I've got it when I no but I'm not gonna go fucking see a doctor about getting some speed pills, so like maybe I should stop saying it, <laughs> yeah anyway, um plugging what am I plugging this week? Hey this week i want to send all of the best vibes in lukey's direction and i want you guys to do the same thing and uh maybe go to double xp and stop making stop calling him stop calling it the gaming cat site because it's double xp damn it um yeah no send him all your good vibes uh that's my plug for this week uh, and maybe Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers. Did I talk about that one last week? It's pretty good, surprisingly good. Uh, it's on Disney Plus, and obviously watch Joby One tonight. Uh, I I hope it's good. But yeah, uh, send you love, Lucas Way, and um, that would be it. Um, subscribe to us on iTunes. And rate and review us. I don't know if that's a thing anymore. But it says I have to say that. Uh, email us. The podcast at gmail.com uh, You can check us out on Facebook. Slash the podcast. I, I have an open Facebook in... Like I legitimately have an open Facebook.com in, I don't know, three months. Um. So... I don't know if you should do that one. Twitter.com slash GA podcast. That's pretty good. At the moment. Uh, it's uh the GA Podcast or the Gap. The G A podcast at the GA podcast is uh is still very popular or was was very popular amongst people voting in the Nigerian um ele- elections. I don't know why, but hey. They can't be wrong, can they? So, gee, I hope whoever they're voting for isn't like they like the pictures I've seen. It's Chief Edward David An- 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 yeah Four. Um, he looks like a happy dude. Hopefully, he's not like really bad or something. I don't know, but uh. Yeah. I don't know. The the tweets about him. Interesting. Hope, hashtag hope twenty-three at the GA podcast. Fucking weird as shit, man. Um head to thegapodcast.com to check out uh well to get all of these fucking these podcasts, the direct downloads. Uh or you can um you can check out some of the stuff I've written. I was thinking about writing, I, I was thinking, I was playing Hell Out Loose, actually, on this server called Bob the Builder, where you just sit there and you hammer on this fucking, this bunker, like for literally, you do it for an hour and a half and you get like three levels, uh, or you get like five levels in a class, basically, like it just, it smashes out class leveling, it's fantastic for class leveling. Um, which is awesome, right? Because leveling classes in Hell at Loose is probably the fucking worst thing about the game, apart from artillery. And I was thinking about making a video of where it was just me sitting there hammering for like fucking 20 minutes, and I'd talk about why the progression system is fucked in Hell at Loose. And it'd be unbelievably dull from a video perspective, but I think it would illustrate the point really well. But the problem I'm having is I'm wondering: Do I like have I been doing just too many negative things about Hell Let Loose, right? Am I too negative on this game when I should probably be more positive? And so I'm like, maybe I should do a a, a positive Hell Out Loose one, and then I can do my extremely dull progression system is broken video. Anyway, uh, let me know on our Discord, which is the next one on this list. Uh, geopodcast.com slash discord Um, jump in our general channel we chat about all kinds of things we play games together Um, it's good fun Um, there's also YouTube I don't see how this one's going to go up on YouTube because I didn't record it I didn't record video so uh, I fucked that up didn't I I can't go back maybe I could like deep fake maybe we could deep fake and then like uh, sink my face up to talk that'd be fucking crazy i don't want to be deep faked maybe i'll just make my twin brother i'm already deep faked all right? as a twin i'll just make my twin brother like act out this hour and 20 minute long podcast like trying to match his his lip movements up with whatever i say good luck good luck liam you fucking idiot um or uh if you're so inclined, you could go to patreon.com slash the GA podcast and subscribe to us on Patreon. You won't be the longest running Patreon, I assume, uh, because time is still uh linear, right? So uh you won't be able to, but uh, you you could help us basically keep the lights on. Our patrons, uh who all of whom are awesome. Um they help us pay for server bills and uh, that's basically the uh, the toughest part about writing this podcast is <laughs> that these things are a couple of hundred meg and uh, our bandwidth on the, on the website gets fucking hammered uh, so we're very grateful um, to our our patrons and, um, and also the, the cool people um, like Johnny Bravo Managed to, I think, I'm pretty sure I did manage to buy him a beer. One of the tiers on the Patreon is, uh, is we'll buy you a beer. Which is why I was trying so hard to buy him a beer. Uh, but then I got really drunk. It was a mistake. He ate a kilo of wings. Well, they reckon. They reckon it was a kilo. But we were disputing whether or not it was a kilo of wings. And they did it in in the, like... We we're talking about this. I prefer it when you get the wingette, right? Where they break, you chop the wing apart, right? Because you've got the whole wing of the chicken, right? And you've got there's three pieces to the wing of a chicken, right? You've got the, I guess the thigh, what you'd call a thigh. And then you've got what you'd call the forearm, right? Just thinking about my own my own arm as a chicken wing, right? You've got the fucking, I guess the bicep and you've got the forearm and you've got the hand is is the wing tip. The wingtip's garbage, so you got to get rid of that. They didn't actually serve the wingtip, which is good. Um, I like when I buy bulk wings, I will buy like they're they're constructed like a, the full wing, so you get the tips, and I just chop them off, and I use them to make stock because they're really they've actually got a lot of fucking like. Good chickeny goodness to them, but also they break down really easy uh and so you get that fucking good like uh coagulation I can't remember the word uh but yeah the bone breaks down and and sort of like you know. anyway anyway uh, and then I chop I chop the other two parts the forearm and bicep I chop those apart as well at the fucking elbow and then what I'll do is I'll like coat them in shit. And uh, not actual feces. Coat them in stuff that I want to cook them in. um, Like chili and paprika and like liquid smoke. And then I seal them back up again in kilo portions. uh, And I've like vac that shit. And the cool thing about the sous vide is that you can take it straight out of the fucking freezer. And if you can't do it with... uh, If you do it with sandwich bags... The integrity of the bag falls apart in the freezer. But if you do it with a actual vacuum sealed bag, they stay together. And so you can take it straight out of the freezer, dunk it straight in fucking in the like immersion circulator water and it will cook it to whatever temperature you want it to be, which I usually do 63 degree uh, degrees for eggs, uh, for eggs, for chicken wings as well. But I do it for eggs the the reason that's on my mind is cuz like when I'm doing sixty when I'm doing wings I'll usually just dump like six eggs in the fucking water with it with the wings cuz if you leave the eggs for an hour uh when you take them out uh bingo bango you've got perfect poached eggs still in the fucking egg and then you can put them in the fridge take them out when you're when you want to eat them and like Pour boiling water over them for three minutes. It cooks them like it, it doesn't actually boil all the way through. It firms up the outside a little bit, but it reheats the inside and you're good to go. You've got perfect poached eggs. I had them literally this morning for breakfast. Dippy eggs, you know, eggs and soldiers. Like You fucking make your toast and you chop it into little, thin little things and you dip the fucking, dip it in the egg. Delicious. Spectacular. Wonderful. Great breakfast. Anyway, uh, you got to leave the chicken wings in for way longer than an hour, especially if they're going from frozen. you got to add an hour if they're frozen, basically. But usually you want to do it for like two hours. And then you crack them out, chuck them in the air fryer. Perfect. Toss them in a bit of fucking Frank's hot sauce. Perfection. Spectacular. It's the easiest way to fucking make a kilo of wings. It's crazy. It takes like fuck all effort. Uh, anyway why was i talking about that i don't even remember oh because jb ate a kilo of wings and we were disputing whether it was a a full kilo uh i had a a very disappointing burger they just got to stop making fucking burgers like just do burgers are supposed to be medium rare right if you're using high quality meat right medium rare every time i get a fucking well done burger I get really sad unless it's unless it's like the smashed patty smash patty burgers yeah you're not gonna fucking medium rare that shit it's never gonna work but there's so much caramelization going on that shit that it doesn't fucking matter um anyway all of that is to say thank you to our patrons and thank you to everyone who's listening and uh yeah uh send your love to Luke I love you Luke and I love you all bye <laughs>